This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Well, there are some new state laws that will be going into effect now that it's officially 2024. One law has to do with removing the state tax on overtime pay. The 5% will no longer be applied for all of this year. State lawmakers will determine whether that tax credit continues into 2025 or is discontinued. Another law will be putting a new element of training into the program for law enforcement officers. The training will be on how to interact with someone who has disabilities or sensory needs. The training will take about an hour and is on top of the continuing education that law enforcement officers are required to take. And a state law to streamline the adoption process here in Alabama will also go into effect this year. The changes were offered by the Alabama Law Institute in the writing of this new law. The law seeks to move a child out of foster care and into adoption faster. It will address the process of terminating parental rights and will make it easier for grandparents to step in and adopt. The atheist group based out of Wisconsin, The atheist group based out of Wisconsin apparently had a very miserable and not very merry Christmas as they felt the need to target Alabama once again for bringing up faith. The Freedom From Religion Foundation is now attacking the state Senate pro tem Greg Reed for comments he made about partnerships between schools and churches. Reed was in support of a church program in Etowah County that offers granola bars and water to after-school students, especially athletes at the high school and middle school. The students will receive the snack and also be given a devotional lesson from the church leaders. The FFRD wants that whole program to stop and are accusing Reed of breaching his oath of office by supporting religious indoctrination at public schools. Reed has not made any public statement in response to the latest outrage coming from this atheist organization. When it comes to State Senate pro tem Greg Reed, he is talking about the upcoming state legislative session. Reed was on the Capitol Journal show on Alabama Public Television and mentioned what would be priorities at the start of the session. We've been able to plan some more this year, and I think that's wise. I think that you're going to see some legislation that's been well thought out. I think there are going to be several elements here. There may be some elements that were very important to legislators that we did not deal with last year. Uh, that may in some ways be deemed controversial, but uh, some topics associated with elections, issues associated with school choice, uh, some of those issues we maybe hear about again. Yeah. Uh, I think there's going to be more economic development news. Mm-hmm. There's going to be more economic development opportunities to where we're adding things to the game plan okay. and being able to take the next step, and a lot of that's being developed now. And I think the, the thought that that's going to be important Again, more of a bipartisan kind of an approach. And then we've got a great economy in Alabama. That's yielded great budget receipts. So we're going to have some additional surpluses and carry forwards in the budget. We're going to have to decide what to do with those. And uh, so that's going to be real important. So it will be a very busy session with a lot going on right from the get-go. A call came in to Auburn police on Christmas Eve regarding the home that the Tubervilles own in that area. Neighbors to Tuberville's home in Auburn say that the street was blocked for a time but then cleared without incident. Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, along with Florida Senator Rick Scott, were also subjected to the false SWAT alarms at their homes over the Christmas break. Swatting is when a call is made to emergency services claiming that armed police officers are needed to deal with a mass shooting or some type of danger occurring at that particular home. 
Another injunction has been placed on the Alabama Medical Cannabis Commission that will stop them from issuing any more licenses. Montgomery County Circuit Judge James Anderson granted the restraining order in response to a motion that was filed by the Yellowhammer Medical Dispensaries. The latest rounds of licenses were issued by the AMCC this past December, and Yellowhammer Dispensaries claimed in that lawsuit against the AMCC that there was a threat of immediate and irreparable injury to that company after the licenses were issued. Yellowhammer Dispensaries did not receive a license during this round. The court determined that Yellowhammer Dispensaries did not have a reasonable chance of getting a meaningful review of that decision to not issue them a license and therefore needed immediate injunctive relief. Between Christmas Day and New Year's Day, a Jefferson County man was arrested in a sting operation that was conducted by the FBI and the U.S. Secret Service. 39-year-old Christopher Ward of Pinson is now being charged for traveling to meet a child for unlawful sex acts. Authorities say that Ward was chatting with a 14-year-old girl online when the arrangement was made for the two to meet at a hotel in Fultondale. That 14-year-old girl turned out to be a law enforcement officer. Ward was arrested in his home search for electronic devices. The 135th Rose Bowl Parade included the University of Alabama's Million Dollar Band for the first time ever. The parade was held in Pasadena, California on New Year's Day. The marching band took a 5.5-mile parade route down Colorado Boulevard. The parade was held before the Rose Bowl game between Michigan and Alabama. Michigan did win over Alabama with a 27-20 score following overtime. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, as we start out the new year, the New York Post is reporting on the number of vacation days that were taken in 2023 by President Joe Biden. Biden spent more than a third of his days outside of the White House in some other location, such as his home in Delaware, his beach home in Delaware, Camp David, or some other vacation site here in the U.S. The total number of days adds up to 137 out of 365 days of the year. Meanwhile, Donald Trump says that Joe Biden is allowing the U.S. to be invaded by illegal aliens at the U.S. border with Mexico. Trump called the mass influx of illegals a migration of civilization into the country. Trump spoke exclusively to Breitbart News in an interview where the border crisis subject was brought up. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has found major violations in manufacturing codes applied to the COVID-19 vaccine. The FDA inspectors made multiple visits to the Moderna plant in Massachusetts and ultimately found that Moderna failed to meet requirements to avoid contamination of that vaccine product. That included unclean equipment and vaccine materials that were used beyond their expiration date. The Epic Times is detailing the findings after obtaining the six-page document through a Freedom of Information request. The FDA report involved a description of the facility packing process to include filthy, putrid, or decomposed substances that were used for the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine, which is the only mRNA vaccine that is produced by Moderna and made publicly available. The FDA inspectors determined that Moderna released eight batches of the substance despite violating the manufacturing rules. The FDA has not yet determined if those batches have been released to consumers and haven't required the vaccines to be pulled from the shelves. On the other hand, Japan has recently suspended over a million doses of the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine after they found contamination in the substance as well. There are over 200 current and former U.S. military members who have signed on to the Declaration of Military Accountability. The document was created by Commander Robert Greene Jr. of the U.S. Navy. The document is demanding accountability and reforms within the entire armed forces of the United States. The 230 signatories want to inform the American people, as well as military leaders, that they plan to do whatever is lawful and within their power 
to stop what they called the willful destruction of the military by its own leadership. The letter appealed to the Supreme Judge of the World for guidance and purity of motive in their effort and said the U.S. military leaders have engaged in breaking laws, trampling on constitutional rights, denying members informed consent regarding the COVID-19 vaccine mandate, and suppressing the free exercise of religion. The signatories range from high-ranking officers to enlisted personnel who are all pledging to rebuild trust and restore the rule of law within the armed forces and the Department of Defense. The letter will be posted online for Americans to read. The U.S. Department of Justice is coming under fire from members of Congress and conservative media for its decision to not pursue a second trial against Sam Bankman-Fried for making illegal campaign donations to Democrat politicians. The federal prosecutor said that in the interest of expediting this case against Bankman-Fried, they will offer they will offer the evidence that they would have presented in a second trial at the time of sentencing for his first trial which is going to happen this coming March. Recently, Bankman-Fried was found guilty by a jury of seven counts of fraud and conspiracy in the collapse of the FTX crypto exchange. Tennessee Congressman Tim Burchett reacted to the decision to not find out who Bankman-Fried may have bribed through campaign donations. He says it's a clear step from the deep state to protect certain politicians. Robert Kennedy Jr., an independent presidential primary candidate, posted on social media that the fact that no one is even surprised at this move from the DOJ is only indicative of a bigger problem than the fraud charges against Bankman-Fried. He says it shows how normalized corruption has become. And on the topic of bribes and shady campaign donations, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine received $40,000 in campaign contributions from hospitals who are involved with transgender surgeries for children. Those donations came between 2018 and 2023 from the Ohio Children's Hospital Association, and all of that happened leading up to last week when DeWine decided to veto a bill coming from the state legislature that would have prohibited puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones for children. The donation list was reported on by the Federalist Papers. And recently on The Daily Detail, I mentioned that the plagiarism case involving Harvard University President Claudine Gay was not over with by any means. And the next development in this story comes from a member of the Harvard College Honor Council who evaluates and votes on plagiarism cases involving Harvard students. That council member recently wrote anonymously for the Harvard Crimson newspaper calling on President Gay to resign following serious violations of academic ethics. The writer says that within one year that the Honor Council had to deal with various student cases, 43% of those had to deal with plagiarism, and that by Harvard's definition, omitting quotation marks, citing sources incompletely or not at all, is what constitutes plagiarism. And it usually ends in the probation of the student, along with disqualifying them from fellowships and studies abroad, and a permanent mark on the student's record. That writer is now calling on Harvard's administrators to uphold their community values of academic integrity by holding gay to the same standards as the students. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. 
I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 